Welcome to the Triskelion, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. Part two of Jason Watkins' year-end perspective on the natural health industry, where we've been, where we are, where we're going, is this week's episode of the Triskelion, the Purica podcast. Tom Mayanek, along with Jason Watkins, the CEO, chief formulator, and co-founder of Purica. Uh, you know, we talked last week, uh, Jason, uh, in podcast number 47 of the year, uh, that uh, there was uh, more awareness than ever before on the connection between stress and immunity and more awareness on how important the immune system is. And of course, it's a result of the challenges of the, of the past couple of years. W- would you agree that although it's been tough on you know any vantage point uh, going through the pandemic, would you agree that one of the legacies will be more people being more aware of natural immunity and also uh, how they can use that to either complement other, uh, uh, you know, facets of their of their life, but just know that there's things that we can do above and beyond pharmaceuticals that that can strengthen our immunity, optimize our immunity, and allow us to to bring more ease into our lives. That's what that's my greatest hope because basically we've definitely been caught up in a type of propaganda that minimizes, attempts to minimize or denigrate natural immunity. And then I think what's happened is, is the opposite in some cases. People look and say, well, how could you do that? Because people can be sick and a whole bunch of people sick in a room and I don't get sick and I've never been sick like there before what happened. And you think before we were trained is that there's only this, most people, I think I could say to say, most people think your immune system is things like antibodies. They don't even really understand what B or T cells are in the adaptive immunity. The B cells producing the antibodies, the T cells that are cytotoxic, destroy things. I don't think people understand the immune system. And I, I hope through this that even people have gone to YouTube videos and watched the diff- what are the difference between what they call your innate immune system, which is kind of getting confused they're calling parts of the adaptive immune system innate on the mainstream, which is not accurate. Still forgetting about innate means you're born with it. Innate. Uh, and the first level of your innate response in the environment is your skin, your mucosal surfaces throughout the body, which act like moats from your mouth and nose all the way to to your rectum or your genital urinary tract, anywhere you have a hole in your bo- outside your body, inside that hole is a mucosal moat, like around a castle. And it's keeping everything out. That's your primal defense. That's the best defense. Keep it out in the first place. Uh, but also within that, all those different tracts and parts of your body, your microbiome, the microbes that live. I've been talking about this for decades, and now there's other ones that are really focusing on it now in research and everything too, but your microbiome, the microbes that live all over your body and inside your digestive tracts and everything, they are producing compounds that encourage parts of your immune system to go after things that they've never seen before. And this is kind of cool, I think, because the, these microbes have many different hosts and they live through time and they're mutating all the time, but they, they didn't know that they carry memory until just recently. So... 
like your adaptive response when it takes up to 10 days to form memory against something new and then your response is a lot quicker the next time. Well, the, the microbes have the same kind of thing, that they're remembering things they've been exposed to throughout time within their genetic makeup. And in doing that, they either have mechanisms to defend against those things, which are getting into you, which they recognize as pathogenic or, or, or a problem for them at least. And then they're also encouraging, like I said, throughout time, they seem to have developed techniques and, and mechanisms and compounds that they release to encourage their host to also launch an attack. And this might be self-serving, but in reality, it's serving the host and w- w- what is living in, in your tract. So the microbiome, your, your uh, mucosal surfaces, and your skin are your ideal defense, and there is inborn memory there, which is super exciting. And that has nothing to do with vaccinations or anything like that. And then the second part is once they get in your body, parts of that innate response, a lot of your white cell responses, right? Your, your macrophage response, macrophage. Uh, one of those cells called natural killer cells, NK cells, this is another exciting thing because they didn't know that they developed memory. And they literally look for people that remember Mad Max and Road Warrior. They literally look, I've talked about this before, they look like uh, w- one of those guys, the, the, the evil side, that they wore uh, parts of their enemy that they had conquered on the outside of them, like armor. A natural killer cell. So try to imagine that. This is a really cool cell, like a Mad Max cell going around showing parts of what it's conquered on its extremity and interfacing with your adaptive response, your T cells and your B cells and encouraging those to develop quicker. And the whole thing about immune system is that it's like the military. You need to slow down your enemy forces so that your strategists, right, can formulate a proper response to them without feeling they're under attack. Imagine trying to formulate a strategic response when people are at your door breaking down your door because your soldiers haven't done their job keeping that uh, bay long enough for you to get time to think and develop a strategy. That's what this innate response, your microbiome, your mucosa, your skin can either stop a response, stop things from getting in that shouldn't. Hopefully that's the best way. Or if they do get through, they've greatly reduced the numbers, right? Of, of what enters your body to the point where your immune system can coordinate and work and it's not overwhelmed. See, that's the opposite. Like when you, when you push something into somebody, like a vaccination, it's quite a large dose of something, and you're bypassing all these, the mucosa, the skin, the microbiome, natural killer cells, and you're kind of going right for the B cell response to produce antibodies. So that's totally different than natural immunity. So the idea of what we're encouraging here is, as an alternative, is the ancient ways of just trying to work with your innate immunity and support your adaptive immunity that you're developing by coordinating everything and making sure as little as possible is getting in and slowing it up. So it just totally makes sense from from a, a tactical perspective and a military perspective is that you need to slow down and divide up whatever is getting in the system or keep it out in the first place. And so keeping the mucosa strong, that's sleep and rest. And there's lots of different nutrients, polysaccharides, like in medicinal mushrooms, things like that, 
that encourage that. Keeping inflammation down there, because if you have an inflamed gut, you have to work with that, whatever you can work with, because the inflammation is reducing and breaking down the mucosa, your moat. So things are getting in your bloodstream that shouldn't. So trying to, if you have any inflammatory condition, if you have chronic constipation or, or spastic uh, loose stool, things like that, that indicates inflammation. And to deal with that and cramping, uh, that's what recovery was developed for, by the way. It wasn't actually developed for pain. Or taking things like glutamine, uh, anti-inflammatories like eating turmeric or curcumin, the compound from there, is to reduce the inflammatory response and that's going to improve your immune system. Secondly, is at the micro level, if things do get into your, into your body and they're in your blood vessels, right, then they're going to cause inflammation and clotting at a micro level. What do we mean by that? Well, it, say your arteries that are carrying blood, they're like the highways, uh, you know, and then if the side roads would be like the arterials, so the side roads where people live and things like that. But the capillaries, the fine little tiny ones that are actually delivering the nutrients and all the things you want to get there, that would be like little deer trails out in the forest that are leading you to the place you want to go in this bright, nice field. Can I, you're delivering all the things and taking stuff away, waste and things like that. So at the level, when you have too much of an infection or certain drugs that you take, they cause micro-inflammation and micro-clotting. And so then you're going to want to deal with that too, and that's tied in with the immune response. If there's micro-inflammation and micro-clotting in the deer trails or the capillaries that are feeding all your organs and everything, your immune response is going to be greatly reduced or completely halted because your immune cells need to get at those areas. And if there's inflammation and clotting happening, it's literally stopping a transfer of nutrients and it's inhibiting the immune cells into that area so they can do their job. So then damage is going to accumulate. There's going to be more inflammation, more clotting. That could cause organ issues wherever you're weak. So taking things again like curcumin, uh, medicinal mushrooms, uh, that's what recovery is again developed for. So I'm just talking about our own products. There's lots of other things you can do. For instance, I would encourage everybody right now, <laughs> because of certain side effects not from different drugs, especially to take and eat as many of the polyphenol class that they can. What is, what is that? Well, colorful foods are one. So berries are hugely rich in, in polyphenols. And polyphenols are a whole bunch of different kinds of compounds like catechins or anthocyanins or proanthocyanins. These are all under the general category of polyphenols. Uh, uh, things like onions that have quercetin or... Uh, like I said, turmeric, rich in curcumin. But there's so many different colorful foods. They are directly protecting your blood vessels, inhibiting excess clotting, and inhibiting micro-inflammation. Uh, so again, sorry about the long-windedness, but I think there's so many things you can do at the micro and macro level that we don't even think of. You're in the natural health zone with the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Hey, listen, you never have to apologize for that because by optimizing your immunity, you can carry a lot of wind in a very short period of time, you know, and yeah. and have yeah. a lot of words there. So listen, they're all appreciated. Uh, let me shift gears a little bit in terms of, you know, things that have really, uh, let, let's use the term, come into the mainstream in terms of natural health in, in, in the last few years, including, and probiotics, of course, have been around for for 
such a long time. But part of your partnership with Kaneka has allowed Purica to develop, uh, you know, four SKUs and more in in terms of uh, probiotics. And you look at uh, uh, the connection between gut health and overall wellness, it really has opened up a lot of doors. Uh, how important is the rise of probiotics? I think it is, it's, it's, you know, here's the difference. Say you're taking drugs or you're taking supplements or making sure that you eat certain foods because you think they're healthy, which is great, especially if it's diet and you're, and you're increasing the, you know, the intake of colorful foods, things like that. And, and also the more of that you do, you decrease the things that you know aren't good for you because you're eating more of something else, you're drinking more water. Uh, I lost track of myself there. <laughs> no, just just in, <laughs> just you know, just just in terms of probiotics and the fact that they're more oh, than yeah, just sorry. for for gut health. They're really about all aspects of wellness, including mood, performance, uh, uh, energy yeah. levels. I mean, they're all affected by uh, by our gut health. And that's what I was going to say. When you have to take all these other things all the time with probiotics, if you have strains, so you have the species. Here's here's something that I think needs to be clarified. Say you have the genus of Lactobacillus, and then the species, which is more specific, Lactobacillus plantarum, and then you have a strain of plantarum. There could be literally hundreds of thousands of different strains of Lactobacillus plantarum, and that usually has a number or something. That would kind of be like, if it's the genus Lactobacillus, that'd be kind of like automobile. And then the species, uh, Lactobacillus plantarum, which would be more like a car, a type of automobile. And then the strain would be whether it's like a Porsche, a high-performance Porsche versus a beater. Those are often they're completely different. Or a car that literally might explode. That's even worse. That could actually cause problems. And literally, in this class, in this case, it's interesting, Lactobacillus plantarum, some of the strains can actually cause or influence the progression of IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, which a lot of people have. Stress is, is heavily tied together and anxiety with uh, problems with the gut, IBS being one. But another strain of Lactobacillus plantarum actually improves the gut and decreases IBS. So the strain is really critical. And then you need to study. You need to show studies or at least have a lot of experimentation in the old ancient way where you're trying it on tons of people to see what does this strain do? What does that strain do? And then never giving the strain that causes IBS and always promoting the strain. So this is what Kaneka has been doing. They have done more research than anyone. They're using human strains, right? Not cow. So cow strains, that's a byproduct of the dairy industry. It's a value added thing they're trying to get rid of. And it's always just more is better, more is better, and more is better. That's not true in the studies. If you give three times more than the dose that's effective, it doesn't do anything else on top of that. So it's a waste of money just to say, I have more than you do. That, and that's, that's an immature way to do things. We really need to show by experimentation, which is ancient. It's not just science. They've always done this by experience, right? To see what is happening in a group. Try it over and over, and they find what works, and then they use that. That's natural selection, right? Just like a gardener does with the best strain, so they'll produce the best strain. Well, this is happening here with Kanika. It's not only are they finding the best strains that you have to take a low dose of that actually start to live in your digestive tract rather than cow strains. A lot of them don't, won't live, so you have to keep on taking that all the time. With getting back to where it started from here with comparing to polyphenols and everything you're eating in your diet, once the microbes 
impact and attach into your system and start growing in there. As long as you feed them well with polysaccharides and long chain, that they're actually going to keep growing. If you don't eat the things that feed their competitors, the pathogenic species, like high amounts of sugar, high amounts of fat, high amounts of protein, instead you have balance and give them more of those fibrous compounds that they like, they start growing, they start doing their work for which, like you said, you said about influencing your mood, influencing your cholesterol levels, influencing your immune system. So that's what Kinect has done. That's why we partner with them too. They approached us is that they're targeting specific conditions and things like overall gut health, which ties to anxiety, one of the highest ties. And most your gut bacteria influence the production of up to 90% of your serotonin in your blood. What does that mean? That's one of your happy mood kind of hormones. If you don't have it, that's why they give things like Prozac and everything else, right? The SSRI inhibitors, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So instead of doing that, influencing your natural production of, of serotonin begins at the level of your digestive system with your microbiome. They've been with us forever. So if you can impact that, and that's again what we've done, like for instance, with our intensive GI, gastrointestinal, that one is for anxiety, lactose intolerance, uh, overall with IBS and overall feelings and mood. And that makes sense because when you give the proper strains that start growing, they just keep producing. You don't have to take them all the time. And then only having to take one capsule a day and getting better results than taking 30 caps of something else. Again, that's huge. Uh, also being heat stable is important because you want to carry them around with you. If they have to be kept in the fridge all the time, that's hard for a lot of people. And you can't just get it from eating yogurt and kefir because the, the bacteria living in those things are eating up the fuel source and dying off. So by the time you eat it, there could be little to nothing of the microbes left. Instead, simply what they produce, which is fine, they'll eat proteins, things like that, and it's partially digested protein, but you're not getting the microbes, so they're not impacting. So if you can do this, what Kaneka's done with the cardio, the reductions in cholesterol and triglyceride levels are comparable and exceed drugs and can be integrated with drugs or the mature immune and inhibiting that, that process that can cause a cytokine storm, which has been, it's been something that's brought into the open now with certain uh, conditions that can cause excessive inflammatory conditions that cause a lot of damage, lead to autoimmunity, a whole sorts of other things, right? That this mature immune defense inhibits this, this compound that is normally at low levels is good, at high levels causes a cytokine storm. That's like the army and navy outside in your blood vessels fighting thing. So uh, all these different things you can do and you, for colic, and they're doing many more studies on many more different strains, and then we'll be working with them through the whole time. So I feel like they're an evolution in the natural health sector, but they're bringing back ancient ways of fermentation that the ancients learned that what things they would eat that were fermented would, would produce benefits in the health of the individuals. So in traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, Tibetan medicine, shamanic medicines, Western herbal medicine, these are ancient forms of medicine that have produced things that were tried over thousands of years in many cases. So they're experiential. They know they worked. That's why they kept producing them. Whereas in many cases with, with drugs and even supplements, it's conceptual. We say that they work on certain, uh, certain mechanisms of action, but then you try them and you don't get very good results. So the science may say at the mechanistic level, conceptually, that it works. 
And experimentally, it works to reduce that mechanism, but then you don't get the experiential effect. So who cares? So the idea is it's up to you and what works and what works best. But there are so many things in the natural health sector and probiotics, I think, will become a huge uh, participant in that level of health, include, just like mushrooms have become, which, again, we're catching up with the ancient ways. Medicinal mushrooms in Tibetan medicine, shamanic medicine, Chinese medicine are the top of the heap. Why did it take us so long? Because we want to see it in our conceptual framework of science. And so we discard them until then, which is silly because if something's a food and it's safe, and it, for a thousand years, it's been indicated to have all these benefits in this medicine. That's why they keep using them, because they were proven to be effective. Why wouldn't we just incorporate them into our diet? And again, I think mushrooms are gaining popularity. So I'm so happy that that happened. But now probiotics are another one. But you need to know the strains. You can't just eat other animals' microbes and expect them to start living in a human tract, because we have very different tracts. We've been talking to Jason Watkin, the co-founder, chief executive officer, and chief formulator of Puricon on this episode of the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Uh, Jason, we've talked as part of your year-ender on immunity optimization, how important that is in stress mitigation, talking about medicinal mushrooms, the power of adaptogens, recovery, the flagship uh, for whole body health and pain relief, probiotics. Uh, we could talk you know, about functional foods. We could talk about the fun you're having with Purica Zensations. And of course, uh, just magnesium, how many Canadians are magnesium uh, depleted, uh, especially because of the fact we're not getting a lot of those minerals from the soil the way we might have 30, 40, 50 years ago. In, in 90 seconds or less... 90 seconds or less, what are you most excited about in terms of natural health, either uh, formulations or just general trends going into 2022? I feel that people are waking up to the idea that a lot of the medicine has been available forever and you can you basically self-reliance. You can go out there and look and in simple ways be provided with things that will improve the quality of your health and your life and will encourage you to do other things that will then protect you against the diseases that you think are inevitable. And then helping us to stop getting so caught up in the stress reaction, habituated to irritation, worry, judgment, impatience, division, and instead the clouds or the, the hurricane, and instead is, is working with things to find the blue sky mind, again, that we all have. That, that helps us connect. We all connect at the level of blue sky mind. We all connect and are the same at the level of the eye of the storm. And different supplements and ancient techniques of medicine and wisdom teachings, it's already all there. We don't need progress in that. It's already all there. And we can participate in that. And the natural health realm has so much to offer in that respect. It's a gateway literally to the ancient ways of health and well-being. And it's powerful. I think that's what I would do. It's powerful. Jason, thank you so much. Your insights, very powerful. Uh, a big part of the Triskelion, the Purica podcast. Uh, here's to the best in the new year, uh, 2020. 
22 and beyond, and of course the continuing role, enhanced role that natural health can play uh, for for everybody, no matter what their perspectives are on 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 pharma and and, and other ways to stay healthy and 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 healthcare versus disease care. That's the bottom line. Really appreciate you sharing all that, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. My pleasure, Tom. Thanks. Good talking to you. You've been listening to the Triskelion, the Pirica podcast featuring Jason Watkin, uh, sort of a year-ender by Jason Watkin, the co-founder, CEO, and chief formulator of Purica. You've been listening to the Triskelion, the Purica podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness, and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.